cocktail, right? What kind of cocktail would be would, would you be? Like, you know, your go-to, like, what what is that for you, for Natalia? So I don't have a go-to cocktail, but I do love rum punches. I, I'm Caribbean, I'm Jamaican, so oh, wow, anything island. Oh, there, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, if if I didn't know that, would I make a rum punch today? <laughs> oh my goodness, I would, but I'm out of practice when it comes to my to my accent. I'm not gonna lie to you. My family always made fun of me growing up that you know, I, I should have stuck with it, but now I sound I, I don't sound Jamaican when I don't like it's <laughs> in like high school, like I was losing it. And then yeah. my friends like I, I was telling people and I was, I was like as Jamaican, and they're like, you're not Jamaican. You don't even right. sound you don't even Jamaican. Speak you don't speak Jamaican. I'm like, what is speaking Jamaican? Right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we have a twang, yes, but yeah. what is really speaking Jamaican? And I'm like, a lot of us speak proper English. Like, right. don't be fooled by that. You know? Exactly. It's like a whole different <laughs> language. It's just the dialect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. See, now, now I'm extra rooted for you. Oh, now, <laughs> you're representing the U.S., and you have the Jamaican heritage. It's no better than that. We're win, win, winning all of you. Thank you, thank you. Oh my God! And I'm just excited about everything that you're doing inside and outside of the community, and you're expanding with your title as Miss Earth. What tips do you have for anyone that wants to get into pageants? Oh, just do it. Just go out and do it. Don't let anyone tell you no, unless. Of course, they're paying for you. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you want to do it, go and try. Because that's exactly what I did. Um, I started in pageantry about five years ago this year, at the end of the year. So just hit five years. Um, and I had asked my mom. I was 18, but I had no way of paying for a pageant. I had yes. no idea what went into it. Asked my mom, and she surprisingly said, yeah, and that was it. The rest was history. Didn't even tell my dad yet until about a month out um, or a month beforehand after everything was paid for because you know dads um of course. <laughs> it was the best experience and i've been i guess you could say hooked um the experience of just being on stage is is so out of body and it, it you can't you can't even explain how you feel it's amazing and once i actually found out what pageantry was all about that made me love it even more i'm like oh i truly get to actually help people i'm getting a platform um and I could actually make a, div uh, a difference, but I'm also having a lot of fun, and that's that's what's amazing about it. So if you have, if you're on the fence, you're not really sure, please try it. There are so many ways to fundraise. You could ask your local businesses that you go to every day to help sponsor you. But I do understand it can get very expensive. But just yes. try. Um, don't go into debt if you don't need to. But try <laughs> your best, and it, it'll, it'll you'll be rewarded. Oh my God, I'm uh, like I'm I'm so glad for like everything that you shared. But there's one thing I think I missed because you you also are a, a real estate developer, right? Uh, I'm going. Yeah, I so have. You're, so you're hurting right now <laughs> yeah, with yeah. that, and it's so crazy because it's like two different worlds, like the real estate and the pageant world, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what made you wanted to get into real estate? I always loved buildings, so my architecture degree. Uh, 
definitely helped me come to that decision. Ever since I was younger, I loved building things. I would make floor plans out of anything I could find in my room, like the VHS tapes, the tissue boxes, the doll houses, anything. And I would beg my mom to not uh, knock it over when she was vacuuming. So I always knew I wanted to be in something in, in building. Um, yeah. And once I actually you know, came to college, I actually came in as a civil engineering major ended up switching engineers make more money so i was like you know let me let me try that but yeah i knew architecture was really what i wanted to go into um as it was just however as i was going through those classes more i realized that you know i really like this but not as a profession more so as a hobby yeah. but i didn't see myself doing anything outside of the design realm you could say um so that's where real estate came in the real estate development and through those classes and especially my professors had such a huge impact on me and that's what i realized that i wanted to do and here i am oh my god that is so nice like I of course i want to know about that i'm a mom i have teenage kids and we know how it goes with teenagers so tell us about and is it a nonprofit as well no, it's just a community organization. It's just so a community. Everything, yeah, no profit. Everything for free. <laughs> oh, nice. I love this. So tell us um, about Squad Limitless. So Squad Limitless, like you said, is my community organization where I introduce children, teens, young adults, but really anyone of any age, how to uh, really love themselves and introduce them to their to their true identity and limitless potential, all with emotional intelligence. My biggest thing is emotional intelligence, self-awareness. And for those of you watching who do not know what emotional intelligence is, it is the ability to understand your emotions, control them, as well as understand the emotions of others. So empathy, empathy, empathy. That's all what I'm all about. And that's really how I go about my environmental um, activism as well. Um, so when it comes to Squad Limitless, I have multiple workshops. They're all age appropriate from elementary, middle school, early to early high school or, co or college, mm -hmm. high school to early college. But and anyone, like I said, of all ages could uh, work on these workshops. Um, I guess if you're older, of course, you probably want to do the college or the, yes. uh, the early college one. But yeah, it's like I said, it's the introductory to emotional intelligence. It's basic understandings, basic practices that you could do in your everyday life to help you when you're not determined or to help you when you're not motivated. Or if you ever feel like you're in a rut, you'll be able to really sit down with yourself and say, you know, I am not liking the way how my life is going right now, or I'm very stressed or whatever it is that you may be going through and you'll be able to overcome it with the tools that I'm giving you. But emotional intelligence is a, extremely vast and huge topic it covers honestly i would say every single aspect of our lives so i can't teach everything i don't even know everything <laughs> learning experience listen you you probably don't know everything but you're teaching me something right now yes. you is there learning something so we're all getting Great. something out of it so that's what I try is to at least let people know what this is and how it could be so helpful. Because with me, I didn't know what emotional intelligence was a couple years ago until I took a management class in college. Yes. And that is really where my life took a whole 180, where I became more motivated. I became more determined. I was really able to set my life up to how I want it to be and to keep working towards my goals and one becoming this earth USA. So it's, it's really, it's, it's so eye opening and it's one of the best things that you can really give yourself. So I encourage anyone out there, just take a look 
it's free download it for free you don't have to like it you know but <laughs> I, I i bet that you will definitely be more awakened okay so we have a question from a, a viewer are you in favor of a mask mandate according to some environmentalists face mask is affecting the ocean and environment what will be your alternative with the face mask I, I am um, in favor of a mask mandate. I think masks work, definitely. Uh, however, I think it is a huge issue when it comes to environmentalism. Uh, we litter a lot, the human population. I see masks all the time on the floor, um, on the ground around me. And I think it's mostly a, a per not a personal issue, but we need to look inside ourselves to just simply throw things away. I, I feel like that's so easy. Yes, when it comes to the garbage and the rubble buildup in our uh, trash, in our land landfills and things of that nature, but when it comes to the public spaces that we are in, uh, give us access to more, to more gar uh, garbage bins. Give us access to just more places to simply throw things away. However, also the reusable masks are can are our fabric ones are developing, are becoming a lot more um, impactful to fighting COVID. Getting a KN95 insert with a cloth mask is a huge way to um, to downsize waste. So just taking those little those little instances and those little changes will make a huge difference. But all for reusable, all for the um, the cloth, as long as it has a proper filter inside, you know, we're still trying to stay protected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really just being subconscious about what you're doing um, and making sure that you are properly disposing of things that need to be disposed. Thank you for answering that. Okay, so this is my podcast is called Drinks of Diligent, right? Yeah. Usually I'll have my guests join join a cocktail with me, right? But you're Miss Earth and right now we don't need to put anything in the body right now that just in that instance, I would love to be able to go out and volunteer more with them and try to find more sustainable ways of building these homes. But even just what they're doing now is already amazing, and I give them so much props for it. But if you can't actually go out and physically help build the, um, the, the houses with them, they do have restore uh, stores. <laughs> so you can go into these stores that have um, it's basically like a... A good, not a giveaway store, but a refurbished store. They take a lot of furniture, knickknacks, things of that nature, and you could go in and buy and resell. So sustainable practicing, always recycling different materials. So you could also go out and volunteer with them as well. But either way that you do it, it's great. And I think they're just such a great organization for what they do. Wow. And then is Hands on DC similar to that or it's, it's different? It's different. So with Hands-On DC, I was able to go around and hand paint uh, different classrooms in DC, in the DC area. So you know, um, or not you know, but when it comes to education and learning, bright and welcoming atmospheres always are the best and helps you excel. So what we're doing coming in and just simply painting, although it does seem simple enough, is actually making such a huge difference to the kids that go in there. Because I don't know about you guys, but going through college at least or even high school the classrooms get duller and duller every single year the less color that's on them and you know the less posters and it's very bland and it's, it's not exciting or welcoming so even just a bright fresh of paint um white paint with a lot of windows makes such a huge difference how does someone sign up for that organization because i have a friend who lives in the in the dmv yeah. area she has kids and you, you was talking about hand painting and things of that nature 
Um, how could she be a part of the Hands On DC? Yeah, oh, so easy. Just go onto their website, Hands On DC, or just type in volunteering opportunities near me. Uh, I'm sure that they'll come up, but they do uh, fill up fast. I, that's the one thing when it comes to volunteering opportunities in the DMV, they always fill up extremely fast. So try to get on it as soon as possible. Um, they have I, I believe they have more than just painting. I'm not too sure, but I know what we had done. It was a huge uh, school-wide uh, paint session that we had. So, yeah, just go online, and you should see everything that you need. Okay, cool. So you guys heard that. All you have to do is go on Hands on DC to sign up if you want to be a part of that nonprofit organization. So we have a question from a viewer. Are you in favor that unvaccinated are banned in public places? So when it comes to COVID, I am vaccinated. I already have my booster and I am a strong, uh, I, I strongly believe that we should have some kind of vaccine mandate. Being banned in public places, I wouldn't necessarily say is the best route to go because like we said, we need our essentials. Um, however, we are already in a society that has so much, so many different technological advantages uh, advances that we can avoid to be in these public places so if you need to get your groceries we have uber eats you have instacart if you need to go out and and maybe have these doctor's appointments we have teletherapy uh tele um appointments or uh, even teletherapy but of course there these there are things that you can't avoid but going out in public for say if you are extremely sickly ill um with or without COVID, you need to go to a hospital. So banning is not the answer, but we do need to uh, regulate and mandate more so uh, with our vaccines. Thank you for that answer. So you got your answer to your question right there. So, you know, moving on from the COVID, you have a foundation called the Squad Limitless, and it's dedicated to working with young children and adults, young adults. Yeah. Um, uh, in practice, <laughs> so that was really what helped. Wow. Okay. So staying in practice, like basically, you never stop. You just kept going and going. And I know, that, you know, the, the the big pageant. You're going to be going to the Philippines. It's okay. been about three years. Um, things have been shut down because of the pandemic. But I'm super excited. You know, it's open back, and you're going to go into the Philippines. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what are you looking forward to that? Like, are you going to bring a family member with you? Like, what's what's the skinny on that? Oh, I wish I could bring everyone. I wish I could bring <laughs> everyone I competed with, all my family, all my friends. But I sadly cannot. Um, whoever does come, they they do have to go the uh, go by their by themselves. Sadly, but it's okay. Um, but I'm just excited to be in the Philippines, be over in Asia. I haven't been in Asia at all. Uh, definitely a country I want to go to out of my 25 plus that I've been to. Um, and I know that, of course, the Philippines, huge pageant country. I'm so excited to go over there and experience that energy. I know it's going to be one of a kind. And, and oh my goodness, the people, the culture, the food, the whole experience is so exciting. So, And of course, representing the USA, who I would have never thought I would be able to represent my country on my back. So I really hope that I make them proud in everything that I do. Well, you already made this first step. You're already making us proud already. So we're excited about that. And of course, you know, the USA is supporting you 100%. We have your back. Um, as a 22 
crown winner of Miss Earth, and part of your coronation is to pledge awareness about environmental issues. What's one issue you would like to tackle first and why? I don't have one specific environmental issue that I do want to tackle. It's really everything um, and really just trying to get people out and helping and want to help the world when it comes to climate change and everything of that nature. Um, so that's really what I want to um, at least start with. <laughs> I guess it's not very specific, but it honestly and truly, I want to help in any way, shape, or form that I can. Even when it comes to water droughts, we have water droughts right here in the USA. Um, if I could get more awareness, more attention to those issues that's going that that's going on, that's one step. When it comes to even even food sensitivity, that has to do with climate change. When it comes to other droughts, famine, uh, that's something I. Even in the U.S., I firmly believe that no one should go be hungry or should experience hunger. Um, there's so much food that goes to waste in our grocery stores or in just everyday um, shopping. So uh, definitely something else that I want to try to tackle and to get. I know there's recently a, um, I'm not sure if it was a law or uh, some kind of uh, law was passed in San Diego, where a lot of the grocery stores are all the grocery stores are required to donate food to uh, local shelters. And I think that's amazing. I, I don't see why most people or most companies are not doing this. If it's fresh, if it's non expired, why just throw it away. So there's all these different instances, all these different um, issues that I want to definitely bring attention to and try to combat. Wow. You have a lot ready, set, and go. Yeah, That's why you say, you know, it's not just one issue. Like, I'm just trying to tackle them all little by little, like pieces by pieces. I, I do a little yeah. here. I do a little there. And that's the thing. You have logged 900 hours. Yeah. 900 hours in community service. What is it like working with the nonprofit Habit Humanity and then dish also on hands on dc so let's start with habit of humanity let's explain to my followers what the habit of humanity is so but they're an amazing organization and they give back when it comes to homes so for the homeless or those who are having difficulty in finding a home that's mostly how they how they give back so I, i'm an architecture major or i was an architecture major got wow. my degree in architecture and in real estate development so anything in housing i love i absolutely adore and that's something that i felt i had a lot of expertise in at least and i don't know if you guys know but 39 percent of carbon emissions in the u.s come from just construction so you hi. hi natalia how are you i'm great how are you kim oh my god thank you so much for joining me today i'm so excited first of all let's start with congratulations thank you thank you <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> yes so you, know, you guys to. who are joining me i'm here with natalia salmon the winner of the miss earth usa pageant oh my god so first of all let's talk about your experience at the pageant oh my goodness it was the best time honestly one of the best experiences i've had at a pageant ever all the ladies i competed with all my delegates all my sister queens they were so 
great. Like, I can't say amazing enough. Like, everyone was so sweet, so kind. And, of course, the whole directory, <laughs> the whole Miss USA, um, the whole Mer Miss Earth USA staff, everyone was so helpful, and it really made the weekend, well, the whole week, extremely enjoyable. Like, I had a blast, honestly and truly. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. What was, like, your favorite part of the entire competition? Ooh, I feel like actually getting there. <laughs> I, uh, I, right now, I currently live in Maryland in the DMV area. So yeah. we had a huge snowstorm right before coming down. I was a day late, uh, me and a, a couple of my sister queens, but people really throughout the country because there's delays everywhere. But I was a day late and I came in at 2 a.m. on the Tuesday, I believe. So wow. yeah, finally getting there, being able to relax and actually think to myself, wow, I'm actually here. Like, what's let's get ready i that was definitely the best part <laughs> oh my god well at least you made it thank god because if you didn't make it then you wouldn't have been the winner <laughs> right oh my gosh we wouldn't know. <laughs> right. so so that's like a beautiful thing what what did you do to prepare for this moment because you were originally miss philadelphia you got the crown for that oh, miss Pennsylvania. Uh, pennsylvania pennsylvania sorry yes miss no, pennsylvania no. sorry i got so excited miss pennsylvania and then you know you guys are neighbors and you won miss pennsylvania um how did you prepare for this competition it, it took a lot um out of me to be honest with you uh, the the months leading up to competition uh, weren't the best for me. Uh, there's a lot going on. I had just graduated from college, and there's just a lot of different life transitions, and trying to stay mentally prepared and determined was something I worked hard with, and I couldn't have done it without my, my people around me. Um, my coaches, my family, my friends who really stuck in there and made sure I was okay, got me, kept me on task if I needed to be, but I really couldn't have done it without them. But really, a lot of my preparation came from my past pageants that I've done. I, I've competed at the Miss USA system um, and pre previous systems in the past. And I just com recently competed uh, at Miss Maryland USA this past uh, summer. So that preparation was really what uh, really got me ready for Miss Earth USA. I kept that going, uh, stayed, or at least I guess you could say uh, in practice. 